Hello lovely and welcome to Notes from a Small Room, the self-love podcast from Salamnico that has the conversations they won't put on a t-shirt with me, Alexandra Spear. Thank you to everyone who's been listening so far. It honestly means so much and I hope the episodes have been giving you something that is helping you in your journey, helping you to connect you to yourself and highlighting things that you need to address as well as giving you the confidence to know that you aren't alone going through this journey. I hope you're well, I hope you're safe, and I hope that you're being kind to yourself. This episode, I want to talk about the primary voice in our heads. So the voice that 24-7, always there, and the power it has not only over our inner lives, but also the lives we then exist within in the outside world. Why am I going to spend a whole episode talking about voices inside our heads? Because these voices are part of the algorithm of our lives. They are intrinsically linked not only to the way that we treat ourselves and move through the world, but also the way in which we let other people treat us, the situations we tolerate, and the treatment we believe we are worth experiencing. All of these and more are linked to the way we talk to ourselves in our heads and the voice that does the speaking. So I was actually going to do this episode on something else, but then I had a moment where I realised that actually this is something that needs to be talked about. It's something that that isn't talked about enough and it's something that I really think will help you to change not only your self-love and your self-care but also the situations that you're in and hopefully make it all more positive. Why did I have this realisation? You might ask (laughs) or you might not. Um, Basically I had a moment today um, where the voice in my head which I've worked really hard to change, uh, moved back into that former one I'd had, so the critical primary voice. Um, And suddenly that came through, and I haven't had it come through in a while. Um, But it used to be the constant voice that I heard and that basically uh, ruled the way that I viewed myself and my life. And it's only in the last year and a bit that I've actively reworked on rewiring my brain to listen to a different voice, recognising where the critical voice comes from, and also why I believed it for so long and how it led me into situations that were unhealthy and kept me in situations that were not only incredibly toxic, but also um, really energetically low. So, everything is linked to that voice. The experiences that we let ourselves into and the treatment that we put up with. But anyway, so basically I was walking along and I decided to do something 
Um, but I didn't really want to do it. Um, and then I was kind of having this, you know, like that inner debate of, oh, I should do it because it's a longer walk and then I get to like tick something off my to-do list. Um, but I didn't really feel comfortable, like walking all the way, going through a place that would have loads of people in it. Um, and then that critical voice just suddenly started yelling at me, putting me down, telling me how worthless and stupid I was. And I must have looked utterly ridiculous to anyone who was walking on the same path because it just completely floored me, stopped me in my tracks. I was so shocked to hear that voice again and so overwhelmed by what it was telling me because I was so unused to it. And that was really good to realise because when you're used to the critical voice, it doesn't shock you. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's like anything. You, yeah, you get used to it. But anyway, so the critical voice came in. But then the voice that I've been cultivating and encouraging to be my primary voice stepped in and slowly that other voice went away. But it really got me thinking, how many people out there are still putting up with a voice in their head that tears them down, criticizes them, and makes them feel worthless all the time? Too many, in my experience. Too many people are living with an inner voice that is incredibly critical, that's their primary voice, so the voice that they listen to all the time. And it is always, it's always going to stem from either people or a specific person who constantly put you down, who is constantly negative or just, yeah, was very toxic, usually at a young age. So I wanted to talk about this and I wanted to give you some ways that you can change the voice and figure out where the critical one comes from because trust me, it won't magically have just appeared in your head unfortunately as I said the critical voice does come from either a specific person or specific people but if you can identify who it comes from and the voice of the critical primary tone then chances are you'll identify who had the biggest effect on how you see yourself negatively And then you can really work on unraveling that. But first of all, the best way to do this is to identify whose voice it is. So, on that note, I want to talk about how the critical voice manifests as the primary voice in our heads. When I talk about the primary voice, I'm talking about the voice that has a running commentary going in your head. So... The one that reacts to situations, judges others and yourself, persuades you to do certain things and not do others. That's the one. The primary voice is, until you realise it and begin to change it, usually the voice of the person who delivered the most criticism in your childhood. Not adulthood, your childhood. The words and phrases they use are the words and phrases you heard over and over again from primary caregivers, teachers friends, bullies, strangers and family members from your wider group. If you were lucky enough to grow up surrounded by people who were kind, caring, healed and healthy, 
not only in themselves but also towards you. Chances are your primary voice is going to be kind, caring, healed and healthy too. But for those of you who grow up in surroundings filled with toxic perceptions, judgment, various forms of abuse, unrealistic expectations and high amounts of stress, chances are your primary voice is going to not only be critical of others, but it's also going to be critical of you. And you might hear it when you see yourself in a mirror and it tells you you're not skinny enough or you're ugly, you're too spotty, you're not toned enough, you're not the right colour, you're not curvy enough, you're not masculine or feminine enough, you're not sculpted enough, not pretty enough, you're too tall, you're too short, too dull, not hot. You know what the voice says. You might hear it when you get something wrong and it tells you that you're stupid or you're shit at whatever it is that you're trying to do or you don't know anything and you're useless. You might hear it when you're dating and it tells you that the person doesn't really love you, that you're unlovable, that you're unwanted, that no one will ever want you. The critical primary voice is not only horrible to live with, it's detrimental to your development your healing, your evolution and your health, mentally, physically, emotionally and spiritually. It will have you believing that you are useless, that you're unlovable, stupid, worthless and not only worthy of the bare minimum. It will keep you in relationships that are abusive, friendships that are one-sided, jobs that are toxic and lifestyles that are dangerous. And it's not because you don't want better. It's because that voice has got you believing that it's all you're worth. And I want to help you change that. Because I've lived with that negative primary voice practically all my life. I know the damage it does. But I also know how powerful the voice you listen to in your head is. And how changing that voice will change your life. So do me a favour and imagine for a moment a voice that talks to you kindly, a voice that supports you, a voice that doesn't judge you harshly but instead holds you accountable for doing something that you know doesn't match the lifestyle or energetic vibration that is authentic to you. Imagine a voice that just wants you to be happy, a voice that deeply cares about how you're doing and will sit with you calmly through everything. Imagine a voice that understands all the hurt you've experienced, all the pain you've gone through, and all the shit that you've put up with over the years. And that voice sounds like someone who loves you or loved you, someone you trust, someone who was always there for you, someone who never let you down. And it's okay if the only person who comes to mind when I say that is yourself. That's okay. In fact, that's amazing. When you're cultivating that new, kind, caring primary voice, just imagine that the voice being used is an older version of you. Then you can stop feeling that you need to be strong and on guard when you're with yourself. If it's someone else who came to mind other than yourself, then imagine that they're there talking to you and remember how you felt in their company this is how you should feel in your own company with that primary voice
and I'm going to be honest with you, changing your primary voice is hard and sometimes it feels downright impossible and it requires constant consistent work until it becomes second nature to listen into the kind primary voice rather than the critical one, especially if you've had the critical primary voice talking to you for most of your life. I started changing my primary voice one day in January last year. I was on the bus and I'd just come from a piano lesson where I'd made loads of mistakes and I was just sitting there listening to my music, feeling totally shit and utterly useless and that critical primary voice was going on and on and on about how rubbish I was, bringing up a whole load of stuff from my past that didn't even link in but was for some reason being used to back up the words and phrases it was throwing at me. And I just had this moment where I was like, yeah, I, I don't have to listen to this. This is in my own head. And in your own head, you do have control, even if it feels like you don't. So I started thinking about how I talked to myself as a kid. If me as a five-year-old was telling me as an adult now, how much they'd messed up at something they just started learning how to do. And the entire tone, phrasing and texture of the voice changed in my head. It was no longer critical, it was caring, it was kind, it was understanding, not to mention encouraging. It was no longer someone else's voice, but my own. So from that evening on, I started rewiring my brain to focus on that voice rather than the critical one. When I saw myself in the mirror, instead of commenting on how ugly, overweight, stupidly skinny, spotty or under unfeminine I was or thought I looked, I would find one compliment that I knew my five-year-old self would give to me. And it always made me feel ten times better because it was never even really about how I looked but how I felt as a person. So now, when I mess up on something, I don't instantly tear myself apart. I think about how I want to talk to myself as a kid when I got something wrong. Why do I keep mentioning the way that I talk to myself is the way that I talk to myself as a kid? Because even though I'm an adult, my inner child is still there. And your inner child is the one who hears the criticism more than the other parts of you. Your inner child is the one that has the intense emotional reaction to situations. So my inner child is the one I cultivate my primary voice to talk to. How do you change your primary voice? First of all, you need to realise where your critical voice comes from. Who does it sound like? Where do the words and phrases come from? As you identify that, and sometimes it really helps to sit down with your journal and jot it all down. Also identify who is positive in your life, who is supportive, who is kind, who is caring. And really start to put together a string of words and phrases that that person used when talking to you. If you can't think of anyone, and it's okay if you can't, how would you have wanted someone to talk to you? when you were a child? What would you have wanted them to say? How would you have wanted them to say it? Now, every time the critical voice comes in, your kind, caring voice has to step in 
and say the things you wish had been said to you when you were younger until the critical voice is drowned out. In the beginning, you'll naturally have to fight the tendency to listen to the critical voice. And then you'll realise that actually living with the kind voice is a lot nicer. And hopefully then it will slowly, over time, become your primary voice. And this kind, caring primary voice will change the way you move in life outside of yourself. That's because the kind, caring primary voice is your adult self, so the adult part of you, so parent, adult, child. The adult is the highest vibe version of your consciousness. The critical parent is the one who uh, nitpicks, for once of a better term, it's very like, oh, you didn't do that, you did do that, like, let's get this sorted, blah, 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 blah. And the inner child is the emotional part of you. So once you start drowning out the critical parent, like you still need the parent there, but you don't need the critical parent. So once you start communicating as your adult to your inner child, you'll probably find that you'll start to treat yourself better. You'll look after yourself. You'll have a kind of relationship with yourself. And it's highly likely that you'll be less likely to listen to people who unnecessarily criticise you. People who take the piss out of you. People who gaslight you or mess you around. You'll naturally move towards people who replicate your primary voice. And if that voice is kind and caring, you'll move towards people who are kind and caring too. You'll leave situations in which you're not treated properly or treated well. Because you're finally listening to the voice in your head that believes you're worth more than the bare minimum. And slowly, gradually, your life will shift. Just try it. Let me know how it goes. Another amazing way for encouraging this voice to become your primary voice is to use positive affirmations. Now, I'm always going on about journaling. Um, And if you haven't already, then... Uh, You can buy the one-step workbook from the Salemnico website. And in there, as well as the two-month course, you'll also find journaling templates that include affirmations. So, for example, one of mine is, I am enough. Every single day, I write that down. And I've been using it for years. Because it not only silences the critical voice, it also wires my brain from the beginning of the day to believe that I am enough exactly as I am. Add it into your daily affirmations and, yeah, see what happens. Two episodes ago, I asked you who the five people you want to have a conversation with are. And they could be dead or alive, people you know or people you've never met. Did you come up with a list? And why did I ask you this? Well, the people you most want in your life are the people whose energy you are attempting to match. So the people you aspire to be um, around are on a certain energetic level and you're trying to get on their level, whatever that is. So as always... I'll answer my own question and then give you another one. So the five people I would love to have a conversation with are my great-great-grandmother, 
my grandfather, Jane Austen, because, I mean, she just sounds so cool, myself in the future, and my younger self. The question I want you to think about for the next episode is this. Would you change the circumstances that made you who you are today? I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's been helpful. If you'd like to stay up to date with me in Solemnico, you can follow everything on Instagram at Solemnico. If you're looking for a resource to help you in your journey, don't forget that One Step, the self-love workbook I've written, is out and available to buy on www.solemnico.com for $10.99. Take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, and I look forward to talking about another conversation they won't put on a t-shirt in the next episode of Notes from a Small Room. This is the self-love podcast from Solemnico, hosted by me, Alexandra Spear. Thanks for listening, lovely. Bye.